Welcome to the Change Management Reviews Podcast, where we bring the best of change management to you. On this episode, Editor-in-Chief Teresa Moulton talks with Brian Gorman. Brian has been a consultant, manager, mentor, and coach in the change management field for more than 40 years. He is also a guest author for Change Management Review. Let's listen as Brian Gorman talks more about implementing change. Good morning, Brian. Welcome to our podcast. Good morning, Terry. Thank you. It's very good to be here. Yes, we're very excited to have you. Um, You've got an amazing background in change management. You've uh, worked with the best of the best, and you've got a lot going on in your own personal and professional life uh, geared towards change. So let me tell the audience a little bit about you, and then we'll get started with the interview. Sounds good. Okay, great. So throughout his life, Brian Gorman has been engaged with and a student of change at the personal, organizational, and societal levels. He has served as a consultant, line manager, mentor, and coach for more than 40 years, earning a reputation for helping others successfully implement their most difficult changes. Brian first trained with Daryl Connor in 1988, and they have been working together since. Brian's focus has always been large-scale change, those changes that significantly disrupt individuals, organizations, and even societies. He recognizes that ultimately change at any level is personal. It succeeds or fails based on how people, individually and collectively, respond. Brian has understanding of the universal patterns that underlie the human response to all change. That understanding informs his work with his clients, helping them as they navigate the changes they are facing. An ICF certified coach, Brian works with clients who are personally or professionally undergoing significant changes in their lives, as well as with change professionals who are themselves supporting such changes. Brian guest author of the Building Personal Impact feature on the Change Management Review editorial team. So, Brian, tell us a little bit about how you got started in the field of change management. Well, Terry, um, actually, I got started before there was a field of change management. <laughs> um, I grew up in the 50s and 60s, and um, it, it was a time of dynamic social change um, in our country and globally. Um, so things like the, the, the civil rights movement and, and uh, the first man in space and the first man on the moon, those were just for me, a natural part of what happened in life. Um, In 1967, I, uh, as an example of how significant change happened in my life, 1967, I was a freshman at Syracuse University, and we had to wear uh, ties and jackets to dinner on Sundays. Uh, Three years, well, that year, uh, there were anti-war protests, anti-Vietnam War protests on campus. The protests might draw six people protesting and a couple dozen people protesting the protesters. Within three years in 1970 um, and, and the spring of 1971, Vietnam protests across the country were drawing hundreds of thousands of people. And uh, after Kent State, 
we, uh, the students actually shut down Syracuse University as well as many other schools. So change, again, um, was, was just a, literally a dynamic part of my life. My first personal effort at creating major change was, again, my freshman year at Syracuse when I was um, doing youth work on the Onondaga Indian Reservation and realized that the university's mascot, the Saltine Warrior, was culturally uh, offensive to the, the Native American peoples. And I actually tried, unsuccessfully, but I tried to uh, get the university to change its mascot. And one way or another, uh, I've been working in change ever since. I quickly learned that I am not the person who does well at maintaining a status quo. I'm much more effective and much more uh, personally and, and professionally uh, realized when I'm engaged in change. Yes, that sounds like a very true statement. Uh, with all that you've experienced and uh, led on your own. And so who uh, is better with change and uh, not with the status quo, um, tell us a little bit about when you began to study change management as a discipline. I, uh, as, as you mentioned at the beginning, uh, I first trained with Daryl Connor in 1988 and it was one of those um, synchronicity moments, if you will. Uh, Daryl had established a uh, business partnership with KPMG Consulting. And at the time, I was working in their higher education and nonprofit consulting group. Um, the partners in the firm were among the, the first to be trained by Daryl. And we had two partners in our group one of whom was very excited about the opportunity and the other who was not. Uh, on a Friday afternoon, the one who was not happy came to me and said, you don't have a lot of billable time on the calendar next week. I'm supposed to go to this silly training program in Atlanta, um, and I've got important work to do. So that Sunday I was on a plane to Atlanta, and it changed my life. That's amazing. It's, that is synchronous. Synchronicity, actually, as you said. Wow. Very cool. And so you've been engaged in change in one form or another for nearly five decades. You know, what would you say are the most important lessons you've learned over time? Um, I, I think there are a few. Uh, first, everything I learned in that class with Daryl in 1988 still holds true. Um, and the, the, the depth and, and breadth of the understanding that has developed across the profession since then is just profound. I've learned that ultimately social change, organizational change, personal change, all change is personal. Mm. Whether, whether or not an organization succeeds in, in uh, implementing a new strategy and delivering the promised benefits from it really depends on whether 
each of the people in the organization makes that shift. Each of, each of the customers makes the needed shift and so forth. So all change is personal really is becoming the heart of the way I am approaching change at this point in my career. Uh, secondly, I've learned that no matter what the catalyst for the change, how we respond as human beings to change is universal. Mm. So really the, the third lesson for me is if you understand those universal patterns of response, then it becomes much easier, not easy necessarily, but easier um, to successfully navigate the change. Right. Right. Now, offline, you and I had talked about uh, neuroscience and uh, change and some of the, uh, you know, facts that are starting to come forward around how we connect with others. Do you find that any of those, you know, have been aha moments for you in uh, your understanding around change and communication? Definitely. Uh, Some aha moments and some validations of experience. Um, mm-hmm. So, for example, one of the um, more powerful learnings for me around coming out of neuroscience lately is that uh, a well-crafted, a well-told story will affect the brain in the same way as actually living the experience. And so for me, that really reinforces uh, the long-held belief I've had in the use of story in executing change. Right, because when we first met, the storytelling uh, theme and practice was one of your major passions. It sounds like it still is. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. When I work with my clients, my my coaching clients, the first thing we do is to craft a story of Mm -hmm. what their intended destination through this uh, personal journey or professional journey uh, is going to be like. And the stories are always crafted from the future. Interesting, and, And they're crafted as if the individual is now there. So, for example, I was working with a client um, a few years ago whose story began with her waking up in bed in Costa Rica in her new home. Mm. And she was not living in Costa Rica at the time. She is now. But um, really trying to not just craft the story, but to then embody what that will really feel like when you have achieved that that destination. Because we know that big change is tough. Right. And and if it's just a mental pull towards something, we're much like less likely to sustain the drive to get through the tough times than if our entire body has actually experienced what it will be like when we achieve that permanently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and taking, you know, those learnings, how would a change practitioner, in your opinion, apply some of this uh, insight to a change management initiative or the design of a implementation plan or a change strategy? Where do you think some of this could be built into that practical approach? Well, I'm, I'm still working on some of that, and um, you, you'll have to stand by for a future uh, article with the Change <laughs> Management Review. <laughs> when it gets down to, to the individual employee, I'm, I'm not quite sure how, how to tackle that yet. Um, mm -hmm. But at, certainly at the organizational level, um, it speaks to again, really crafting a uh, well-presented story of life in the organization once, once the change has been successful mm -hmm. and, and bringing that story out across the organization. The piece I haven't tackled is, is you know, we're constantly creating stories for ourselves. Right. Uh, and, and so when Terry hears that change story in her organization, how can we as change practitioners help her craft more accurately the change story that will help her through the change? That's the piece I haven't, I haven't been able to, to crack yet. Interesting. Well, we'll definitely look forward to hearing more about that in your articles. Um, that's, that, I think that's a fascinating piece of work right there. And, you know, I've done a lot of reading on storytelling, and it comes in different flavors, as you know. Um, and I'm personally interested in the practical application of that in the change uh, management journey at an organization. So I'm glad you're on that. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, you know, one of the other uh, uh, musings that I had uh, about you, Brian, was when I was preparing for this interview, I was reading your introduction and um, I know that your your current company is changementor.net and when you said that you coach individuals but also change management professionals, um, what are some of the topics, if you don't mind, if it's, if it's okay to share uh, generally, some of the topics that change management professionals want to work on um, as they go through leading changes or supporting changes themselves with their clients? One of the, uh, the big ones is the wrestle with knowing what is right and having the courage to tell a sponsor what is right. Mm -hmm. um, that that's that's very often um, a a topic of of uh, discussion, if you will. Although in coaching, it's it's not necessarily a discussion, but but um, anyway. Um, another is profession change management professionals who just find that that they're not in an environment where they feel their work is valued and respected and are really questioning where they go with their career. Mm. Again, not, in, in, uh, not at all an uncommon uh, challenge. Mm. 
That's interesting. You know, with all of the um, formalization of the change management profession and, you know, the certifications and all the associations and we can see that kind of bleeding into the marketplace and hiring for change management professionals. So it sounds to me like um, the organizations that actually are employing the professionals need to also learn what to do with them and how, how to create a, a career path or how to optimize them and their work. Yeah, and, and it's as much the latter as, as the former. Um, mm-hmm. Certainly, we are seeing more uh, centers of excellence, more um, organizations that recognize the profession. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, what yet has to happen is that they learn to value the profession. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, well, we have our work cut out for us, although it's a lot better than it was 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the one thing that's constant has changed, so it's not to uh, get off of any time soon, I don't think. Not at all. <laughs> Great. So, Brian, one other um one other topic I really wanted to cover on this interview was your up and coming ebook uh titled The Universal Change Journey An Overview. Could you tell us a little bit about that and you know what inspired you to pull it together and what you're hoping its impact might be on readers? I guess about two and a half years ago, maybe a little bit longer, I started blogging and just really putting out there on a weekly basis the lessons I've learned about the change journey over the course of my lifetime. And uh, very early on, I, I structured the blog into five chapters, if you will, that for me encompass the change journey. The first is about creating the story. The second is preparing for change. And um, I can come back and and talk a little bit about why preparing comes before planning because um, most people say, how can you prepare before you plan? Um, They're they're interrelated, but uh, you actually need to start preparing before you start planning. Uh, Planning is the the third chapter. Uh, Actually taking the journey is the fourth and the fifth is coming home, but you don't ever actually come home again because you're in a different place. So anyway, um, I, I now have over 120 uh, posts in my blog and um, decided as I was coming up on, on the 100th post that what I would do was would be to create an um, overview of each of those five uh, chapters of the change journey. And so now I have uh, just recently pulled those posts together into an ebook uh, with, a, with an introduction uh, that um, provides an overview of 
the universal change journey again, uh, based on the, the learnings that I mentioned toward the beginning of the interview, that while the catalysts for change vary widely, how we respond to change is is universal, and the patterns then for successfully navigating through that can be mapped out in a consistent way. Great. So your collection of essays and blog posts in this book um, explore, sounds like it explores that journey a bit and that universal response to change. Absolutely. And, and again, this is just an overview. Um, it's, it's a brief and, and uh, I think easy read, but it is also informative. It calls out uh, some of the key lessons on, on each part of that path. I am now working with an editor to um, take all of the posts and pull that into a, a, a more complete book, but that's going to take a, a while before that's ready to uh, share with the world. Great. Well, congratulations on that. It takes some um, commitment to decide to put a book into the universe. Thank you. <laughs> Great. Another thing I wanted to explore was just um, sort of your, it seems like more of a, a newer or evolving professional direction for you. Uh, over the years, you've led people through change. You've been a change management consultant. You've been an internal change agent. You've mentored people going through change. And it seems like you're now moving into a new endeavor as a professional coach. So how does your past inform the coaching that you do now? Well, um, you're right. I uh, last year went through uh, coach certification training mm-hmm. and uh, have, have completed my uh, International Coach Federation certification. Um, my, my coaching really is working with individuals going through significant change. Mm-hmm. And so... You know, again, one of the first questions is, where are you going? Do you have a clear picture of where you're going? Mm-hmm. And and I really apply the universal change journey to the the coaching journey. That's great. And so right now, if people wanted to get a hold of you, how would they reach you, Brian? Um. Well, my, my coaching website is not quite ready for uh, release, but I do have a new um, email for okay. my coaching practice, and it is brian, B-R-I-A-N, at transforminglives.coach. Great. Well, I like that, transforminglives.coach. Awesome. So it sounds like um, you are continuing your journey into professional uh, coaching around the universality of change, and you're also putting a book out into the universe, and um, it sounds like a great direction. Uh, 
if we were to uh, ask you what what one piece of advice you would provide to uh, our listeners in uh, navigating their own change journey, what would you say? Um, both be in it and be an observer of it. Mm-hmm. Make sure to take the time to step outside yourself and view the the entire arc of the journey, if you will. Um, and um, I think that's it. Really cool. Okay. Well, Brian, thank you for your time and your participation on our podcast. It's been lovely having you as a guest, and we're obviously enthralled with you because we love your writing um, as a guest author at the Change Management Review. So thank you very much, and um, hopefully we can do this again in the near future once your book comes out and let people uh, know how it's going. Well, thank you for the opportunity, Terry. I always enjoy talking with you. We hope you've enjoyed today's podcast, listening to Teresa Moulton of Change Management Review and Brian Gorman, manager, consultant, mentor, and coach for more than 40 years in the change management field. Be sure to check out our website at changemanagementreview.com. We also invite you to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and join us on LinkedIn. Thanks for listening.